0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dental Practice Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Paul Edgison, and we're here on Monday, October 16th. I want to give a shout out to somebody who wrote a five-star review on the podcast. They put great place to get supportive Pearls. This is a great podcast to listen to on the go. It's a great place to get actionable content, to grow your practice. And for the name they put down, all one word, all names are taken Uh. So I'm sorry all names were taken, but if you put your real name, I will personally thank you on the podcast. So thank you, all names are taken Uh, I really appreciate that. Hey, if you guys want to do me a favor or just say thanks for the content that I put out, please write a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so easy. You just do it right from the app, and I would really appreciate it. Even if you don't write any words or anything, just, just to get those numbers up there and grow the podcast. It just how it really helps with the reach and I would very much appreciate it. And if you leave your name, I will personally thank you on an episode. I am also looking for a few people who would like to receive a free coaching call by being an anonymous guest on the podcast. Now, what I'm saying is we would not say your name, we would disguise your voice, we would bleep out anything that could identify you. I'm just looking for some real people with real practice problems that wanna get a free 45-minute session in exchange for letting me air it on the podcast. I'm gonna do a new segment with some associate coaches that I have where we discuss your issues and we give solutions, and I'm hoping that it will be very helpful for everyone listening. So if you want to do that, please email me at dentalpracticeheroes at gmail.com. So today I want to talk about what we just did recently at my practice. We just had a quarterly meeting. We say quarterly meetings, but we only have three a year, so I don't know what it should be called. But we do three all-day meetings where we shut down the practice and we meet for about four or five hours. And then we go out and do something fun together. And I pay everybody to go out together. So everyone gets paid for the whole day. And it's just a great opportunity to work on things, to work on training, and just get everybody connected again, because that's a really big part of a practice is doing social things together. So we just did this. It was really cool. As you know, from listening to the podcast, I'm somebody who really very much believes in the touch points of patient experience. And by touch points, I mean every single time a patient interacts with our brand. Every time they interact with somebody at the front, someone in the back, every time they look at our office, they look at the bathroom, the tidiness, all those things, those are all different touch points. So we pretty much did a patient experience meeting the other day, and I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been in a doctor's office and some crooked picture on the wall, or there's a big smudge on the wall, or there's a big smudge on the floor, or there's a fly up in the light, and it just catches your eye and you're wondering why they don't address it? Okay, maybe I'm crazy, but I do. We started our meeting by everybody going to a different area in the office and just looking around with a pen and some paper and saying, what do you see? What do you smell? What do you feel? And then we took everyone's lists of what they saw and what looks out of place and what we could improve on. And we made one master list and we called our handyman and he came in and he fixed all the stuff. Now you could fix this stuff yourself, but I'm not going to do that. But he did some repainting. He resurfaced some things. He changed out some of the vinyl floor planks that were kind of getting beat up. We got the bugs out of the lights. We just tossed three chairs from our waiting room and bought three new ones from Value City. And these chairs are awesome. We just found some awesome-ass chairs for like, I want to say they're like 120 bucks each. And they looked great. They were on sale. I don't know if they're on sale anymore, but man, we really lucked out with the sale there because it was they're great-looking chairs. I kind of want to buy a few more of them. But maybe this stuff doesn't matter, but I assure you it really does. I mean, your patients will notice the office being orally, but in their mind, that will translate to the office being clean. So I assure you all these things matter. And I know if you're not doing this, you're just missing stuff because I can tell you, we run a really clean and tidy office And that list that we made was a long, I mean, it was long, it was like super long. So if you don't do this every so often, things just kind of get pushed away and you don't notice them anymore. And, but the thing is that the patients do, right? Okay. So what do we do next? We did room setups. Now, I want everything in the room to be orally before the patient comes back. So that means like all the drawers are shut. That means all the chairs, like the dental chairs, perpendicular to the wall, all the provider chairs, the assistant chairs out of the way. The provider chair is in the corner. It's facing the patient so that the patient doesn't need to move it to get to the chair and nor do you need to move it to go sit down in front of the patient. So that's ready to go. The purifier on the floor is centered. The cord is hidden. That purifier is set on setting two because... Setting 1 is barely anything, and setting 2 is just right, and setting 3 is just a little too loud for me. Do I sound anal? Maybe. A little bit. The TV input, it's set to HDMI 2, and what that is at our office, there's the TV in the corner, and it would be behind the provider while the provider is talking to the patient. So when it's on HDMI 2, there's no sound coming out because it's not on the television, there's no like TV stations, and it's just a wallpaper from the computer, and that wallpaper is just our logo, it's a nice... Little kind of touch that makes puts the brand up there. I just think it looks really good in the room. The logo matches the paint and the walls, stuff like that. So little touch there. But you know what? It's so important to me that they switch it because if they don't switch that to that, then the TV is playing. And even if the sound is muted, there's still pictures changing. So if I had anyone that did that, I had them sit in the chair and I sat where the provider would be and I talked to them. And I had the TV playing behind me, and I said, do you find this TV behind my head a little distracting? And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, yes, totally. So sometimes you just got to see what that's like. If we want to communicate to our patients in the best way possible, that means we need to change that TV. We need to remove all the distractions. We need to mute the noise, all those little things like that. So that was an important thing for me, too. We looked at all those things, and there was a lot of things. Like I just said, hey, like look at this ottoman in the corner. It's not pushed all the way into the corner. These little details, they matter to me. And if they matter to you, they will matter to your team if you make a big deal about it. And like I said, none of this stuff, it's not hard. This is not hard stuff to do. It's stuff we don't think of. But none of these things are difficult to do. All right. So then we did, we had team members. We had them walk in the front door and we had our front desk greet them. And we went through our greeting process. We stood up, say, hey, welcome to Nelson Ridge. How you doing? Like just the normal stuff. And then whatever they would normally do for the patient. And then they asked them to have a seat in the waiting room. So just this is the first human touch point when they walk into our office. So it's got to be special. Now, they're sitting in the waiting room. How do we go get them from the waiting room? Do we go stand at the door and say, hey, call their name and say, come on, let's go. No, we want to meet them halfway. And the reason I like to meet them halfway is because if you see somebody that you know at a party and you like them and you want to be by them and you want to talk to them, you don't just wave to them and shoo them over to you and say, let's go, come by me. No, you guys meet in the middle. So when we call the patient's name, when we get to that door, as soon as that patient gets up, I want to walk out, meet them in the middle, shake their hand and introduce myself and then say, follow me. We're going to go this way. So that's a little itty bitty like detail. But does it make a difference in how the patient feels? I think it does. And I don't think the patient's going to go home and say, oh my gosh, they were so nice. They met me halfway in the waiting room, but they're going to say that person's friendly. We're trying to be likable. We're trying to do every little thing we can to work in our favor, to create a great patient experience. So Like I said, not a lot to do, easy thing to do, but nobody's going to do it unless you talk to your team about it. Hey everyone, I just wanted to share a recent success story I just heard about. Six months ago, Dr. Dushyant Patel of Sumner Dental Group in Tennessee reached out to Relevance Marketing because he wasn't receiving a whole lot of traffic from his website or anything online. Relevance expanded the online presence by listing the dental office in all the online directories with consistent information, which is super important, fixing any errors, along with redesigning his website using content that Google upranks, all the while keeping aesthetics and search keywords in mind. They then began to publish. Blogs and information relevant to dentistry using the search keywords for their area. Now, in just a few months, Sumner Dental was in position number one or number two on the Google Map Pack and organic listings for almost every single dental keyword. They saw an 88.9% increase in phone calls as well as 115% increase in interactions with their Google business profile. Now, if you think having your phone ring almost twice as often with new patients could really change your practice, well, you're right. If you're Looking for a transparent, no contracts, no BS, and results-driven online marketing program? Look no further than relevanceonlinemarketing.com. It's who I've been using for almost five years. Can't say enough good things about them. Hey, mention the Dental Practice Heroes podcast and you'll get your first month free. Go to relevanceonlinemarketing.com to schedule your free demo today. That's www.relevanceonlinemarketing.com. So then we practiced our hygienist verbiage. This is when they've got the patient in the chair. They sit them down. They introduce themselves. They explain who they are. They explain who the office is, who we are as an office. What does it mean to be a patient of our office? And then I have to say three things about the office. This might be, hey, we've been open for 12 years. We've got X amount of doctors. We really pride ourselves on being the highest tech, most personable dental office in the area. Whatever they want to say, but they're going to say three things because I really believe that everything we say – gives the patient a chance to say, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I am experiencing that. Oh yeah, and then they have something to tell other people. If we don't say anything, we just leave it up to their interpretation. So I think it's nice to prompt the patients. There's something subconscious that just happens when we prompt. So I like to tell the patient who we are. And then they're gonna go through everything they're gonna do that day because I don't want a patient to start being overwhelmed if they're not used to this level of diagnostics. If they came from a really old office, they may never have had probing depths done. They may have never had in oral pictures done. They may have never had extra oral pictures done. I mean, this is, might be like, wow, I've never had this many x-rays, this many stuff. So I don't want to overwhelm them. I want them to let them know from the get-go, this is going to be different. We're doing a lot of things because we are a legit office. And then after they tell them everything they're going to do and why they're going to do it, they're going to let that patient know, and we're going to have you here for the next hour and a half until whatever, 930. Is that okay? And then we ask him that because how many times has a patient came in and thought they were going to be in and out at your office, but they're really going to be there for a long time? I just did 12 units the other day. And this patient, for some reason, thought this was going to be a two hour appointment. I don't know where that came from, but it ain't no two hour appointment to do that many units. I got to prep them, I got to impress them, I got to temp them. So I never had that conversation with her. So we're like, we're still prepping the teeth. And she's like, hey, How much longer do you think we're going to be? It's almost the equivalent of when I'm doing like two years of ortho on someone and in the third month they're asking me when they're getting the braces off. I was like, lady, we ain't even close. What are you talking about? But she had thought it was two-hour appointment. So I don't want to have that. So I don't want to realize that towards the end of the appointment where they're calling and scrambling, trying to make new plans and stuff. I want them to be able to take care of that right at the get-go or we're going to step on the gas and we're going to maybe leave some diagnostics off just to get them out on time. So last thing we did, we practiced some handoffs. Handoffs are important. And nobody really practices them. And I think our teams would get along a lot better if we did this because it's an easy thing. And we just assume we're going to hand off the patient to someone else and we're going to give them all the information they need. But we never talk about what is the information that we want to convey? What is important when we're passing a patient from the back to the front? What would the front like to hear? So we went through everybody giving a hypothetical patient handoff and to the front desk and we all listened. And then we said, hey, what other information do you want? And it was just really eye-opening. And I think this is like some of the front versus back drama that develops in offices is because of things like this, is because the front's kind of upset that they're not getting all the information they need and they have to walk back and find it. And then the back gets upset that the front's asking all this information because sometimes the back feels like it's in the chart. Look in the chart. Why don't we just give them what they need right then when we pass the patient along? So we practiced handoffs. It was awesome. And then we went back to the full team meeting. We discussed some other things like making sure the bathrooms are tidy. I don't care who you are, and there's no way for me to verify this, but when you go to the bathroom at my practice, you better clean it up. I don't care if somebody just had explosive spicy Popeye's chicken and just destroyed it. If you use that washroom after that person, you got to clean up that mess. And I do this. I expect everyone on my team to do this. I expect you to wash and dry your hands, and I expect you to wipe all the water off the sink if there's any spots on the mirror. Just Clean it up. Sometimes there's like flakes of toilet paper on the floor. Pick it up. Just do it. So that matters to me. If when I walk in the bathroom and I see it's kind of destroyed to some extent, the person that just used that better be a patient and not somebody on my team. That's all I'm saying. It doesn't take a lot of effort. Don't be a jerk. Pick up the bathroom. Treat this place like you would treat your home or at least how I would treat my home. I don't know how you treat your home, but this is how I would treat my home. So I hope you guys find some of that actionable and something you can do with your team's it's really easy to do and I think you should try it. See if it makes any difference. See if your patients, if you get more five-star reviews, I assure it will make a difference. It'll make a difference in your case acceptance as well. And it just feels good to make patients feel good. This is how you make them feel good. Give them a good experience. So next week we got Genevieve Poppy on. She's going to be talking about accountability and how we can like get our teams to be more accountable so we don't have to shoulder the entire burden of the implementation of our systems. And they can help us getting things done. Thank you so much for listening. Please, please, please leave me my podcast a review. I would so much appreciate it. And it would only take you, I don't know, 10 seconds. You got 10 seconds for Dr. Etch? Please, please, please. All right. And also, if you guys want to have that anonymous session and be on the podcast as an anonymous, please reach out to me, Heroes at gmail.com. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much.
1: This is Dr. Ty doing doing Colorado Surgical Institute. Dr. Brisky and myself have really enjoyed doing these podcasts with Dr. Etch and talking about everything clinical. So keep your guys' feedback coming. It really helps us curate what we're going to be talking about on the podcast. If you want to learn how to do live patient surgeries and actually do the work yourself with the guidance of Dr. Brisky and myself, come out and see us. We're in northern Colorado. We're just north of Denver, and we can have you do anything from single implants to wisdom teeth to IV sedation, to oral sedation, bone blocks and GBR and sinus lifts, vertical and lateral and full arch with the whole digital workflow using photogametry, 3D printers, mills and all of the above. So we're here to help. Reach out to us. You can call Chris Richards, our director at 970-420-6148 and he will definitely have a hero discount for you guys because we love Paul and we love DPH.